0: Hello, everybody. It is JK Junk. We're here again this week. This past weekend has been very hectic. It is Tuesday. We are just now recording. A bunch of stuff happened. We couldn't get the recording booth on Thursday, so we are here now. Now, this week, we are discussing the disappearance of Bobby Dunbar, a four-year-old who disappeared at uh, in 1912. Does yeah, that before, before cameras? That, no. See the, here's a picture of them right here. Oh. Um. So basically, um, this goes along with our Halloween theme this month. Um, we'll be recording on Thursday. we will posting on Tuesday, and then finally, and then we'll be we we'll, we're doing this throughout the entire month, and then we're gonna have a special on Halloween, <laughs> which is a Thursday. So we're gonna pick the scariest thing ever that I can find at least online, because Keegan's usually grounded. Hey, I'm not grounded right now. I got my phone right now. Hey, are you sure you're not grounded? I'm positive, even though I have an F in world history. (sighs) Okay. So, basically, um, Bobby Dunbar uh, disappeared um, on August 23rd, 1912. Um, They were at Swazi Lake in St. Landry, Paris, Louisiana. And they, so he disappeared. He was walking home with a bunch of friends because he had asked to go uh, shoot garfish um, with a trusted family friend. So they went, and then on the way back is when he disappeared. Where he has to shoot what? Garfish. They're huge fish that you can shoot. They're like huge, and they can hit. If they hit you in the chest, they can like cause palpations. That's They're like crazy. powerful fish. Not so being um. By a fish. Basically, he disappeared, and... But the thing is, they didn't, like, notice, like, hours later. They noticed right away. Mm -hmm. And then they found footprints, and they followed it. They couldn't find him. They could not find him. And they searched for eight months. And then, um... After an eight-month search, the authorities located William Cantwell Walters. Um, he... Specialized William Walters, uh, specialized in tuning and repairing pianos and organs. Um, he had been found traveling through Mississippi with a boy who appeared to match the description of Bobby Dunbar. This is eight months after the initial disappearance, so that we're now in 1913. Wait, so he's probably grown up by then, though, right? It's only been a year, honey. All right, but like it's only been eight months. He's gonna be a year older, he's gonna be taller. His no, cause change. no, because he's only four, so he's not gonna change that much. He might get a little bit taller, his voice isn't gonna change all that much, and his appearance certainly isn't gonna change drastically. It's not yeah, like new hair, it's not like in high school where you like go away for a summer and then when you come back, you're a grown man. It's not <laughs> like that, Keegan. Um, so, um Bobby Dunbar is the first son born to Leslie and Percy Dunbar, and they were searching for him relentlessly. Like, Percy Dunbar traveled uh, to New Orleans to try to find his son. He was going everywhere to search for him. So when they found this boy that matched the description of Bobby Dunbar, um, immediately they were contacted. But Walters claimed uh, um, this boy was actually Charles Bruce Anderson. And... It was the son of a woman who worked for his family, said that the boy's mother was named Julia Anderson and that she had willingly granted him custody. Nonetheless, Walters was arrested. Authorities sent for the Dunbars to come to Mississippi to attempt to identify the boy. Here's where it kind of gets weird. Um, Leslie Dunbar didn't recognize him immediately, even though... Like, you would think that a mother would know their child. Yeah. Like, now, like, if I had disappeared for, like, three years and then I came back, my mom would still recognize me. Yeah. she would. They would be like, is this your child? And she would be sobbing and saying, yes, it is. I do not buy for one second that both women, both Julia Anderson and Leslie Dunbar, did not recognize this child, had trouble identifying them as her, their son. Um. Uh, most accounts were kind of fictional, and then, um, but mainly, they, he had a horrible reaction to Leslie Dunbar. He did not respond to being called Bobby, uh, did not do anything to show that he recognized Leslie Leslie Dunbar, um... Now, this one says that while well, one almost certainly fictional account indicated that the boy immediately shouted mother upon seeing her, and the two f- then embraced. Another said only um, that the boy only cried and quoted Leslie Dunbar saying she was unsure whether or not it was her son. That is weird. How do you not, not know it's your sure. son? Okay, so... um. Do these kids look like the same kid? Because that's Bobby Dunbar. That's, like, a photo of Do- Bobby Dunbar. Does that look like the same kid? Not at all. Exactly. It l- they look so different. So I really don't understand how they made the mistake. I mm, – it's so weird. Okay. Um. Now, they said that they were unsure of – the uh, Bobby Dunbar, um, there were similar contradictions in the newspaper accounts of the boy's first sighting of um, the Dunbar's younger son, Alonzo. Um, one newspaper claimed, most likely uh, fiction, that boy, the boy recognized Alonzo immediately, called him by name, and kissed him. Um, another saying the boy showed no sign of recognition, which is probably the more likely one. Yeah. because we're going to get into what actually happened a little oh. later. Um he then so but here's the thing, you've heard of people who look exactly like each other but have no family relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So basically this is what I think happened. Those kids don't look exactly the same. But back then he was a 4 years old. Yeah. And this other kid apparently is 4 years old as well. Um and so they probably saw him and saw so many similarities. And it had been eight months. Yeah. But I'm still not excusing Leslie Dun- Leslie Dunbar from not recognizing her own child. Like, yeah, even like, like mo- new mothers, like you line up three babies who look exactly the same. They will pick out their child because they just know it's a motherly instinct thing. Instinct thing. So she should have known if it was really Bobby Dunbar. Mm-hmm. Um. So basically, shortly after Julia Anderson, okay, so um, the next day after bathing the boy, Leslie Dunbar said she was positively identified his moles and scars when there's certainly that she w- that he was her son. Um, so they had similar scars and moles. So apparently he had a mole on his neck, and he also had it. Um, he had a scar on his toe. Apparently he was the same. That's crazy. So, basically, Julia Anderson, uh, and they went home. And the town um, get, The town actually had a parade for Bobby's return. And um, he got a bunch of gifts. He got a bike, a pony, like, <laughs> legit. He got everything. So, they got the boy back. Yeah, but remember... Remember, we'll get into it a little more. So basically, the trial of Walters happened, and, um, the people, and he was found guilty. He was, he was, he's in prison for life. He's most definitely dead now. But here's the thing. Julia Anderson actually came down and to look and see if this was her boy, um, Anderson was presented with five different boys who were the same approximate age as her son, including a boy who had been discovered by the Dunbars. When the boy in question was presented, he reportedly gave no indication of recognizing her. Which is weird. She asked whether or not the boy was recovered but was not given an answer and finally declared that she was unsure. Which is weird because both mothers weren't sure if it was her child. Huh. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, like, and then the next day, she again, uh, then Julia was again, like, Leslie, um, was allowed to undress him, and then she indicated stronger certainty that the boy was indeed her son, Bruce. However, word had already spent about her failure. See, they were more supportive when Leslie didn't identify Bobby right away, but once she didn't identify, they attacked her. Like, oh, you didn't recognize your son? That's horrible. You're a horrible mother. Yeah. Um, But they're both horrible mothers. Okay, so so after the trial, uh, Julia Anderson began a new life in Polarville um, and eventually married and had seven more children. She had lost three children within a year bruce and then two other children one she had to give up for adoption and the other one died um so okay and so okay this is where it gets weird so basically bobby bobby dunbar he was declared bobby dunbar the little boy who was found and fast forward uh till he has kids and then they have kids He, when his son asked him if he was really Bobby Dunbar, he said, um, I know who you are and I know who I am. And that's the important thing. So basically saying, so then they did DNA tests of, um, their cousin, um, Alonzo's children. And then his children, they did DNA tests. They didn't match. This is not Bobby Dunbar. This was not Bobby Dunbar. Um, this so. was not this was and also the boy initially the boy also claimed that um, that there was another boy who fell off the train. Mm-hmm. So like that very well could have been Bobby Dunbar and since they were so mm-hmm. similar, because um, those are two different kids. Those are two different Those are kids. two different children, and I don't understand how they didn't recognize them. It's very confusing. It's just exhausting. Yeah. Basically, even, so then, Julia, one of Julian Anderson's sons, or cousin, or whatever, then offered up his DNA, but they never tested it, so we don't know if this is actually Bruce Anderson or another boy. Mm-hmm. But either way, it was never truly solved. Where Bobby Dunbar went, because that's not Bobby Dunbar. Yeah, I can't... That jump. wasn't Bobby Dunbar. DNA tests eliminated that fact. So, what really happened to Bobby Dunbar? What do you think? Uh, he probably got lost. Maybe he got hit by one of those fish. And drowned. No. See, he was walking back with them, and then he disappeared. Okay, so he found something So, he walked off. Maybe he just died because of the elements. But they yeah. also blew the swamp and dragged the swamp. Like, they were looking for him, seriously. Wow. I don't know what happened to him. We don't have a riddle this week. We don't have time. The bell rang. We have to go. Um, I certainly hope that you all enjoyed this. Next week we'll be back at it with another topic that we have not decided on yet. But we'll get back (laughs) at you with it. I hope you all have a wonderful day. And we'll see you next week.